Nothing is impossible. The word itself says I'm possible. Hello and welcome to episode 178 of Under the Cull of MS. This is the regular part comics, part multiple sclerosis episode for Thursday. We're going to start out talking about some Black Vortex comics. I got the Alpha and the Omega. And when a blood bounty was placed on Peter Quill's head, Peter found himself hounded by a group of mercenaries called the Slaughter Squad, henchmen of the mysterious Mr. Knife. Upon being captured by the squad, Peter found himself face-to-face with Knife, who he discovered was, in fact, his father, Jay's son. The deposed emperor of Spartax. Oh, Kitty Pride, Peter's new girlfriend, arrived in time to save Peter from being brainwashed by his father. They both remain unaware of Knife's true plan. Having obtained an object of unimaginable cosmic power known as the Black Vortex and recruited the son of Thanos, Thane, to his cause. It looks like Mr. Knife's quest to reclaim control of the galaxy may be greater, may be a greater threat than they know. Now, with these little beginning synopsises, when they, they have them in these comics, I rarely read. I read the comic, and then I read the synopsis when I talk about the comic. And I always get a little, well, not always, but a lot of times get a little, oh, okay, that, that makes sense now. I I didn't know that was Thanos' son Thane, but when you're looking at the character, yeah, that makes that makes more sense. Uh, basically, a planet of people trying to reach the stars, but nine rocket attempts have failed. Like they are stuck in a dome type world with a giant figure of a statue that they don't understand. Is this? They're on the their land and kind of like a deity, but well, one of the locals are yelling at the statue after the last rocket attempt failed. All of a sudden, it awakens and things start happening. A bunch of the X Men from different times are being pulled through some time travel crap. (laughs) The Guardians get a call from uh, Peter Quill for help for him and Kitty Pride. They came across a gateway to infinite power, the Black Vortex. Mr. Knife is using it to assemble a group of big baddies. And they get caught trying to take the Black Vortex and are in need of help. So it says it continues in Guardians of the Galaxy number 24 after the Alpha. And then the Omega has uh, infestoids. I suppose I can give you the... Omega synopsis, too. They did both have their separate synopsis. See if this one's any different. If it's even worth reading. But billions of years ago, an ancient race named the Viscardi 
were gifted an object of immense cosmic power by a celestial. This artifact, known as the Black Vortex, transformed the user, imbuing them with cosmic energy. However, the power of this object caused the Viscardi to turn on each other, annihilating their own race from within. When Jason, Jason, Peter Quill's father, obtained the Black Vortex, Peter and Kitty Pride stole the artifact and recruited the Guardians of the Galaxy and the X-Men for help. Some of the heroes submitted to the Black Vortex, gaining cosmic powers in an effort to save the galaxy from the hands of Mr. Knife. Spartex has been encased in amber by the cosmically empowered Thane, son of Thanos, and Knife intends to partner with the Brood in order to rebuild his galactic empire. The Brood would burrow into the amber, implanting eggs into the trapped citizens of Spartax. Should the eggs hatch, a massive new Brood armada, billion strong, would be born. With the threat posed by the brood compounding their need to save Spartex, the group knew that one of them would have to submit to the Vortex to stop them. One who could resist the corruption often caused by the Vortex's power. Someone like Kitty Pride, who stepped forward and accepted her cosmic mantle, submitting to the Black Vortex. This does say Chapter 13 at the top. Uh, I don't know how long this run has been going on. Kitty Pride gets lost in the power of the Vortex, the Slaughter Lords, the Guardians of the Universe, and the X-Men are being called out for crimes against the Kree Empire. There's a list of Vortex comics in the back pages if you want to get deeper into what's going on and try and figure out which issues you may or may not have. I know I'm going to have to, and it basically goes through the Black Vortex, Alpha and Omega, you got the Guardians of the Galaxy, number 24, Legendary Star-Lord, number 9, All-New X-Men, number 38, and that's just the first month's releases, then they had a couple more months' releases of these things, but I enjoyed it. I'd like to get a little deeper on it. Uh, see where it all went. But for now, that will have to do until I get some more goodies in the future. And then we got, I picked up, they have the Hidden Planeswalker variants with a little cardboard thing over to cover for the new Magic Gathering number one run that started up and i was curious so i had to see what the cover looked like so i got it and we got a gal with some like red laser knives sitting back against the wall looking like she just got done defeating some enemies uh i'm not sure exactly who she is uh, they do mention a few names in here and stuff but i don't know her from playing the game but midway through here, uh, Jace, Jace makes an appearance, which is one of my favorite characters, Jace Bellerin, the Mind Mage. He's a planeswalker also, and uh, 
there's a variety of other planeswalkers and characters in here. I haven't been playing the last few sets, so I'm a little behind. I'd say the last set I really played had Jace in it. That's why I knew him when I seen him show up. You got Lavinia, Guildmaster of the Azorius Senate in here. Yeah, Nuprani, Azorius Senate from the Azorius Senate. Yeah, Arbiters of Stronghold of the Arbiters of Justice. Your lawmakers, investigators, and there's just a variety of characters in here. <clears throat> it sounds like some of the planeswalkers were killed off, but uh, Chase makes a big, big appearance in the play. Planeswalkers are all battling in Raven Ravnica, which is one of my favorite uh, newer runs that they had in the past ten years. And it has a lot of dragons and stuff in that run so that's why i enjoyed that check that out if you like magic gathering i do like how this one's laid out and written a lot nicer than the ones back i believe in the 90s early 2000s but check that out then we got road robocop road trip number one i thought this was a one shot but uh it's obviously an ongoing run it's got, <laughs> I wrote down a Robo Dick cover. It's just the way he's standing and he's got this like <laughs> unit sticking out of him. It's just goofy looking. But uh, I suppose I'll read the synopsis on the inside of this one since it gives us a little update because it's the beginning of the some newer, newer run for RoboCop at that time. This is by Dynamite Entertainment, which I don't think they did a lot of all the RoboCop ones. But. America has fallen into a landscape of revolution and chaos, and OCP has taken over old Detroit from the authorities in a political coup. It's up to RoboCop and what's left of the old Detroit Police Department to try and make it out of the state in order to get help from the U.S. military, but ED-309s patrol the streets, and OCP has a new deadly robot prototype to send after Murphy and company. Amidst all this, RoboCop's sanity continues to crumble. Note, the events in this comic book series take place following the events of the first RoboCop film. That makes sense, how, how he's acting in here and stuff. Uh, starts back in that in Alex Murphy's childhood while daydreaming of his childhood. Some hoodlums and a golden Robocop are making their presence known by Murphy, and all hell breaks loose. Murphy has a little too much on his plate, and the Detroit Lions got a new defensive player, an ED unit. What? What will armed football be like? <laughs> Probably. Way more interesting to watch, but they're going to run out of players really freaking quick the way this robot's going. But an old dying man wanting his mind in Murphy's body and lots of conspiracies are happening throughout this comic book. So you like RoboCop and I didn't know this is coming right off the first movie. So that makes a lot more sense after reading it. 
again, I should probably read these synopsises before I enjoy the comics, but I actually like doing it this way because it's a little little extra something to me when I do the review of it. So a little extra new stuff most at most times. We're going to finish this off with The Wicked. Yeah, a special gold gold lettered cover for this one. It's a Dynamic Forces exclusive cover. But in this one, a guy is on the run from a bounty that is on his head for killing his granddad. Don't worry, he wasn't even human. <laughs> so it's not like he's just a serial killer just killing off his grandfather. He is traveling with a female, and they are hunting the wicked. Only the wicked can see other wicked. They are like Buffy and the Ghostbusters all in one. Kind of like Exorcist Exorcist for the wicked if they get there in time. Creatures have a look like in the Dark Child comics. Uh, it, I didn't. I'm not good with all the artists and writers and stuff knowing them offhand. I didn't do no research at all, but this has a lot of a lot of the dark child feel to it. It was enjoyable. I that I want that's number one. So I wanna get some more of these and see where the storyline goes. But yeah. If you like the demon style comics, that would be a good one. That you would enjoy. And we're going to end that there. And then we will get back to you with some multiple sclerosis stuff next. If you went around and ripped off the covers of all your electrical cords in your house, what would happen? Short circuits, misfires, and everything goes wrong. Well, that's MS. Uh, that was by Terry Heed. She's a marijuana legalization advocate for people with uh, chronic conditions. Another little thing saying to hers was, I'm not getting high, I'm getting well. It's not a Cheech and Chong movie. She's doing it to get rid of the damn pains and issues she's having. Help with the spasticity problem. Not being legal means not being regulated. And that means unknown, unknown substances on the plant leaves. Legalization and regulation means the possibility of private insurance coverage along with Medicare and Medicaid and taxation. Cannabis's effects fall along a spectrum. How you will feel these effects depends on many things, including the product you're using, your surroundings, your emotional state that day, etc. And don't just jump in and start mowing on ed edibles that you don't know what the dosages are and you're overdoing it. Next thing you know, you're freaking out, thinking you're going to die and you got to call an ambulance and they're just going to in a room and watch you come down. <laughs> yeah, be careful with the, what you do. 
work with someone that knows what they're doing and start out simple and find find what makes your body feel what you need if you are going to get into the cannabis portion of it for a medication that doesn't have a bunch of side effects that are going to cause your livers, kidneys, everything else fail. New test strains. If new, test your strains lightly, one to three puffs. Start if you are doing the uh, flower form and smoking it. I suggest take a puff. Wait five minutes. Take another one. Just if you feel you need to, and just repeat in that process. Don't just sit there and start doing four foot bond drags and shit like that. <laughs> take light little things so you can understand what you're going to feel like and how it's going to affect you and see how how much it's going to take to see how you're going to feel at a certain time order to an eighth of the recommended edible size is suggested for new people one to three drops of tincture that's your oils and stuff tincture is like a cbd oil and texture and look but it's a higher dose uh cbds you can basically drink the whole bottle not get anything maybe feel a little loose or whatever feel like your joints are nicely lubricated stuff like that but once you get the tinctures that are higher dosage of thc with the cbd on the side uh those are going to be way stronger in a couple drops of that tincture can keep you going for quite a few hours uh but it doesn't make you feel all burnt out and overly medicated <laughs> it uh most tinctures will get you at a certain level and keep you there and that's what's nice uh cbds also help break it down because when you combine the THC with the CBD, the CBD lightens out the THC and makes it easier for your body to process it. And you're not getting super stoned or anything like that then. Uh, just to use less than is recommended and feel it out. And these this is all advice, by the way, for new stoners, new new medicators, new people trying THC. Uh, for the first time and stuff. Do it correctly. Just don't go out and get wasted. Uh, the purpose is not to get all high and burnt out on stuff. The whole purpose is to just get where your body feels the way you want it to feel. And that you're using it for. You can use ointments, oils. Uh, there's salves, there's to so many things for like that you can just rub into your skin to work on those pain areas and stuff. Uh, so many different versions that you're going to find out there. As far as edibles go, there's not much of anything that I haven't seen out there. I mean, everything from candy, chocolate, popcorn, uh, seasonings that you can sprinkle on your food uh different types of butters you can use for your foods there's just everything I mean, anything you can make edible you can 
add THC to. Cannabis specialist or dispensary staff can work with you. Indica, sativa, hybrids, street weed. And what do you want from your medicine? You got to know. And with the indica, you're going to get be more sleepy. So that's a good good one for nighttime if you got problems sleeping and stuff like that. Uh, thing you do have to watch out, though, with, with THC, it can make your mind more active. Not It's not that old-time uh, thought mentality where stoners are useless people. It does make your make many of us it makes our minds get very active um, so that can be a good and bad thing if you're trying to sleep and your mind won't shut off that's not a good thing and you may dream a lot less uh, people that are more proactive with uh, marijuana will tell you that they don't remember the last time they dreamed so that's something you'll see a difference from also uh there's fruity buds that can be uplifting there's floor i when i say fruity i mean there's they have lemon haze they have strawberry banana they got mango whatever they got all these you'll hear the names once you if you can get into if you're in a state that doesn't have their head up their ass like wisconsin you can get into a dispensary and you'll see all these different names and these different colors and it's not your standard old school where you get a hard crushed block brick that they had to ship through however means to get it around the country and have the seeds, the stems, everything just crushed all into a hard brick, and you'd break it up, and you'd end up smoking nasty-ass seeds and all that shit, and the bud was just a dark, nasty brown or <laughs> dark green. Nowadays, you go in, you got rainbow-colored, purple ones, red ones, blue ones, every color you can think of. It's just it's a whole new world nowadays. Good and bad, depending on what they're crossing some of this shit over with, because you just want the regular. I suggest look into the organics, look into the ones that are all organically grown and crossbred organically. Floral ones, different flower names and stuff like that can be more introspective. Uh, fuel backed cultures like sour diesel, which is very popular for people with MS. Uh, a lot of people like the way it affects the spasticity and stuff. Sour diesel and ones like that that sound like a fuel type name are powerful. White earthy smells and flowers tend to cause relaxing effects. So take those into consideration. Uh, when you're looking at the names and trying to decide which ones you want to try. The diversity of this botanical is vast, and strain names can be misleading. Don't go by the name. You definitely do not go by the name. Uh, most of them have nothing pertaining to the name. Smoking can be inflammatory, and edibles may be a better option. So be mindful of the type and dose, though. 
ones made with live resin tend to be stronger. They metabolize in the liver rather than in the bloodstream. So they produce a longer lasting high that could result in a psychedelic effects at higher doses where you start to freak out if you're not used to it. But don't worry, no one's ever died from marijuana, at least not on the record books that they've ever seen. They have died from other things and had THC in their system, but directly from THC. Uh, you could smoke a five-pound bag of weed and maybe super high and be seeing some things, but you're not going to die. Don't worry. Uh, smoke more often, but more control, con well, more controllable. Think, uh, if you think you're dying, just ride it out for a while. Try and fall asleep, lay down, relax. Uh, but just don't overdo it. It doesn't take much. Just let your body feel it. The key is dose. If cannabis provokes discomfort or anxiety, the dose is simply too high. It's not about strains or CBD to THC ratios. Many people can, can benefit from small doses, micro doses, and stuff like that. Like Psilocybin is now being accepted. They, uh, they legalized it in Oregon. I believe Colorado is or is soon going to also be legalizing psilocybin, which is mushrooms, uh, and they microdose them. You won't get the psychedelic effect from it, but it helps quite a bit with uh, PTSD and stuff like that. They've been finding great things with it. Uh, start fresh-minded. Don't go back to a bad experience you had at Woodstock. <laughs> You're starting out all new. It's a whole new world with what the strains are, so just start fresh and try it out. Don't look back at some bad thing you had happen in your past. Do it in a comfy space with people you feel good around. Relax. You did the research, hopefully. Now lean into the unknown and let the medicine ease the monster and help you that's a good thing talking about some foods we're going to keep talking about some different foods and things to help with inflammation and gut biomes and all that so let's get into some more foods that may lower your blood sugar like broccoli and broccoli sprouts fish shellfish pumpkin and pumpkin seeds you can use pumpkin uh the pumpkin paste stuff for substituting a lot of things in cooking so take that in consideration there's a lot of great recipes for that and nuts and nut butters okra which okra you gotta make sure you cook right otherwise it's gonna turn to slime and stuff i usually well the only time i really cook okra is if i'm doing a gumbo uh, flax seeds, beans and lentils, kimchi and sauerkraut, chia seeds, kale, berries, avocados, oats and oat brand, citrus fruits, fur and yogurt. I think I forgot to mention yogurt on that. 
list the other day for the gut biomes. Another dairy option. Uh, eggs, apples, they're all good. Good to help lower your blood sugar. Take those into consideration. And then we got Memorial Day coming up. Memorial Day is a poignant re reminder of the tennis tenacity of life. We post the flag on this day. Know your American flag rules. On June 22nd, 1942, Congress passed a joint resolution, later amended on December 22nd, 1942, that encompassed what has come to be known as the U.S. Flag Code. Here are the highlights. Perhaps the most important rule involves how citizens should behave around the stars and stripes. The flag of the U.S. is the em emblem of our identity as a separate nation, which the United States of America has been for more than 200 years. Therefore, citizens should stand at attention and salute when their flag is passing in a parade or being hoisted Hoisted or lowered. And just don't go past my local post office because sadly they got two flags hanging that are just shredded. No respect. Don't know what's going on with this new post office. Postal master that we have. Alright, that's it for our show today. Uh, be good to yourself, be good to others. Get your shit out of monster. I'll get back to you again probably tomorrow with some more previews items. I gotta get some more hockey stuff out, but I'm just nothing. It's been a really bad week. There's way too much stuff going on. Car took a shit on us at the beginning of the week. I'm still waiting for that to come out of the shop, so I'm running everybody around with the other vehicle and just not getting stuff done. I plan on getting done, but yeah, we'll talk to you again soon. Be good.